And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of this freaking show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I'm your host, Travis T. And alongside me, Awkward Colin. And Geekcast Joe. Hey, guys. Um, How uh, how are we doing? Doing good. Pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. Good here. Good here. Uh, I see we got some uh, got some snow again. Yeah. Don't know what's up with that. Um, God forbid we have winter. It's, it's nature; it just happens. Yeah, but you know, it's like I mean, it wasn't um, two days ago. It was like fifty degrees out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, so, well, I mean, at least uh, at least the groundhog. I was a groundhog didn't see its shadow, right? Is that what yeah. I'm hearing? The groundhog didn't. See I think that's shadow, correct. So it's early early spring, right? Yep. Perfect, and a uh, great way to start that outright is by uh, having snow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm told statistically, uh, whatever the groundhog does, the opposite is what's going to happen. Like on average, that's what happens, is that the groundhog's a dirty liar. <laughs> Did, um, and I'm, I'm not quite sure, I could be making this up. Didn't somebody like kill the groundhog? It was me. Like, I'm sorry, you caught it. I do not know. Although Colin just confessed, so <laughs> I thought it was some nasty woman. So yeah, that makes sense. Goes Colin. <laughs> I hate those fucking chipmunks. <laughs> chipmunks. Um, I don't know. I, I could be mixing up with that whole lion Africa thing, but I could sworn like, <laughs> well, yeah, like, because like there's like one designated uh, groundhog that they check What's for, the right? Fill? It's a who? Punxsutawney Phil or something? Uh, Staten Island's famous groundhog died after Bill de Blasio dropped it. Yeah, there we go. That thing. Yeah, a year yeah, ago. So uh-huh. it wasn't a nasty woman. It was just some fucking dude. <laughs> yep. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, oh, that's funny. Well, hopefully spring does come because I got a lot of uh, outside yard work I want to do. You know. Clean up, clean yeah. up dog shit is definitely one of them. Oh, God. It's like a war zone out there. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like somebody gave like a whole like box or like truck full of like landmines to a, uh, a not so bright soldier. And he's like, hey, just scatter these out throughout the field. And he put like one every like three inches. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's, it's nuts. Like, if, like with the snowfall. No idea where one's landing, but Cooper even does. knows not <laughs> to run through the yard. He runs around the edge when you call. Him. Yeah, Cooper. Cooper has the idea. He he knows where he's dropping them. <laughs> um. Well. Um. Today uh, was it part two of uh, the Oscars. Yes. Perfect. Uh, can, can we? <clears throat> Should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're actually getting into like more of the uh, the top. Um, I guess I don't know. I don't want to say the more important, but um, yeah, the more interesting yeah, awards, I think. Yeah, the more popular ones, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, all these awards are important. It's just, I guess, you know, there is a ranking order in all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but before all that, um, you guys got anything going on for Valentine's Day coming up next week? Not really. I'm I'm literally only asking you, Joe, because you're the only one with somebody. Oh. 
Uh, where? Well, I don't know. There's a good chance that I'm going to be uh, working at my mom's edible arrangements, and that my wife is going to be here in Chicago doing her own thing. So, really? Yeah. Well, well that's nice of you. So, yeah, you know, real classy. Yeah. Me. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping that my Valentine's date is. Uh, is Colin. And wow. uh, nice. we spend our evenings uh, at Hooters eating wings and then going to see Deadpool. That's a good Valentine's well, Day. Oh, I guess we could go to Hooters, but I won't well, be eating wings. Hooters, uh, well, what it is is like, uh, and one of the reasons I say that is because Hooters is doing this thing. Like, if you go to Hooters on Valentine's Day and bring a picture of your ex-girlfriend and shred it, they give you 10 free wings. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> for all you uh, single... Guys and girls out there, if uh, you're looking for somewhere to go on Hooters, or not Hooters, on Valentine's Day, you should go to Hooters. Shred your ex's uh, pictures, because that's, that's my game plan, because I got a lot of pictures, and I'm hoping to give me 10 wings per picture. <laughs> wow. Oh, and, uh, you should just bring a ludicrous number of pictures. Yeah, right? And just... <laughs> See how far they'll just take like, it. Just like just random fucking pictures, like ex girlfriend, ex girlfriend. You know, I'll just bring one of Colin and maybe a monkey, and see, right? And, and see, see what they start what? questioning. It. <laughs> well, why not? And they said like, uh, sir, that's a picture of an orangutan. Like her name is Betsy, and right, I loved her for years. Just what bring are you gonna it say? celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna say? I bring an orangutan picture in. Tell them it's my girlfriend. Are they gonna fucking say no? They don't know. They don't know where my love goes. Nice yeah, yeah. I'd be like you bastards. But I'm not even I'm not even excited about the Hooters thing. I'm more excited about Deadpool because it comes out this Friday. It does. I'm. Really I think excited. that uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan and Rob over on the Geekcast Live podcast, I believe, are getting to see it uh, Thursday at like seven o'clock in the evening or some other ridiculous time. Really? How? Yeah, well, they don't do midnight showings, like proper midnight um, showings in Lafayette anymore. Gotcha. So the, the movie theater is like, we already have the disc at like noon. We might as well show it at 7 and then again at 10 and then again at midnight and make extra money. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to go have steak and then go see it. Nice. Are they going to hold oh. hands too? I hope so. <laughs> is it like their own little personal steak in our each day? Uh, you know, I, word on the street is yes. What is that? Here's hoping they listen to it and, uh, agree. Steak and RH day, Colin. Why do I have a feeling we've talked about this before and I still don't remember what it is? We, we have talked about this numerous times. Steak and RH day, but it's actually March 15th. It's steak and RH day. It's steak and roadhead day. That's true. Yep. It's what? Steak and roadhead. Okay, so. (laughs) So okay, Roadhead is like a blowjob in a car. I, I know what a, I know what. Roadhead yeah, the, the 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 the. I think the the proper fancy term is vehicular fellatio. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was a road jibber. Yeah. Well, no, that's masturbating. A humbug. I think that might be a handy. I think I Possibly. think a jibber is a handy. Those are those are for the girls that don't really have the. Uh, the courage for uh, for some roadhead, but basically, um, steak and RH day or steak and blowjob day, depending on who you talk to, is a holiday on actually uh, March fifteenth. 
especially the guy's holiday, the equivalent to what Valentine's Day is. Right. That's the uh, way the news goes. <laughs> From what I heard on the internet. So that's the way the cookie right. crumbles? Exactly. Yep. Gotcha. Be the change you want to see in the world, Colin. Yeah. What change do I want to see in the world? Mm-hmm. Be it. Be oh, that change. Be the change. I, I can be a lot of things. <sighs> Whatever you want, baby. <laughs> that's what I can be. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Um, we um, Are we ready to uh, get back to our nominations? Yes. I think so. Perfect. I think so. Give me uh, – let me pull up that link again so that I know what the heck I'm talking it's about. It's oscars.go.com slash nominees. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, for those of you who may have not had the chance to listen to last week's show and chose to listen to this one before, what we're doing is we're going through each uh, category of the Oscars and we're picking who we believe is going to win. And uh, then we're going to find out which one's right. And is there, are we doing like a little like interpersonal prize or something for this? I feel like the winner should We probably should. should. Um, hand jibber from both of... No. No. <laughs> no. no. Veto. No. Well, I tried. No. I'm, writing a, I'm writing a letter to the Oscars. <laughs> you must not. <laughs> um, how about this? Um. How about the the two losers buys a beer and a shot for the winner at the um, Entropy FN Epic uh, show on the 27th? Yeah, that works for me. Yeah. Wait, when are the Oscars? Is the Oscars afterwards? I think, yeah. Ah, uh, that doesn't work. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that doesn't. It's the oh, day well. after. <laughs> That's funny. That The losers can... We are so on top of things. Yeah, <laughs> I I know I know events. Not quite sure the dates, but at least I know at least I know the important date, and that's the February twenty seventh uh, date of the uh, Entropy F and Epic uh, show at the Bar in Pieta. So I mean, at least that's the important one. And everyone listening to this, I do recommend going to that show and checking it out because we're definitely going to be there. Um. All right. So how about this? Just thinking hypothetical. We can talk about it more. How about? That Sunday, when the Oscars are, we'll sit there and we'll watch the Oscars together. The two losers take a shot, Malort. Oh. oh, that's a win-win for the old Joe Meister. <laughs> oh, I'll have to bring it home. <laughs> you, have to bring, you leave it at work. It's at work. It's been at work. <laughs> oh, I've actually moved on. I found something worse, but I can't remember the name of it. As soon as I figure it out again, I will share that with you. You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day. Uh, by the other day, I mean today. They're talking about something called snake wine or rice wine. I'm sorry, rice wine. And Sloppy? no, no, it's sometimes it has whatever it is. It's like a bottle that has like a cobra and a scorpion in it. Nice. I gotta figure out what it's called. But I mean, they took the shot on their show and. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think it is as bad as Malort, the way they reacted. But the way they described it, it sounds like it's a good tie for Malort. So as soon as I find the name of it, we're going to have to try that. All right. It's like, it's like Snake Cobra or something. Snake wine? I don't know. It's, it's, 
It's a rice wine, but I can't remember what it's called. I think I've heard of this, but yeah, I can't. I think it's a snake wine. It's it. from Vietnam. Yeah, I think that might be what it is. With a snake in it. Yeah, cobra and like a scorpion in it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure something out. We'll figure out losers. We'll talk about it. Um, I think, well, one more personal thing before we get to the Oscars. Uh, as of today, which is, uh, what's today? The, uh, the 9th of February? Yes. yes. I am, uh, 34 days smoke free. Yeah. Congratulations. I know, right? It's one of my favorite numbers. Well, 34. Oh, yeah, it is. It should be. It's one, it's one number more than twice 17, which is my favorite prime number. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I mean, today's a good day. It's a good, uh, it's a good step, and um, I don't know. I mean, I'm proud of myself. I'm happy for myself. Um, it's weird though, because like when you get to these like days and everything, it pretty much comes down to like, can you really commit the whole way through, or something gonna change that or affect it? Because I mean, like, I haven't really went out and drank drinks since I quit smoking, so I don't know what I'm gonna be like when I go out. Um, that's true, but. Oh, we'll play by ear, right? <laughs> well, all yep. I gotta say is I've I'm actually really surprised with you that you haven't smoked with uh, what the dog's done. Oh yeah, in a fucking couch. <laughs> yeah, dog I, ate my couch, Joe. Oh, the whole thing or just a little bit? Um, put a big hole know, in it. Enough of it. Yikes! And enough of it for me to look him in the eye and like you're a living creature. You're a living creature. <laughs> Not for long. Aw, poor Cooper. He didn't no, mean it. No, I mean it's. I, I I want to be mad with him, but in the end, it's my own fault. You know, I haven't taken him to the training classes. I haven't looked into uh, anxiety meds for him, and yeah, you know, I don't give him the attention he deserves. So it's it's things that I got to work on. So I'm furious for what he did, but I can't be too mad at him because it's not entirely his fault. Gotcha. I understand. <laughs> Hey, at least um, at least we see our flaws of what we need to work on. Exactly. And if all else fails, he fucking lives outside. <laughs> I'll I'll take the shed. I'll put an air conditioner and a heater on it. And he lives in the shed. Yeah. Joey, I saw on Facebook you ran out of Deathwish coffee. Uh, right? no, I just got my new thing. Okay. I, I just got my new my new pouch of it. I was worried because I read so. something how like you didn't have enough to make a cup of coffee and you had to blend it with something else. Oh no! So I had I had a little bit left of like the Starbucks Christmas blend that I got for Christmas, mm. um, like one table tablespoons worth, and I use about eight tablespoons of beans to make my coffee. Gotcha. Um, and so I did one tablespoon of of Starbucks and seven tablespoons of Death Wish, and like nine times out of ten, that's a great blend. This was the one out of 10 that was like, why did I make a cup of dishwater? This is horrible. <laughs> so it was very disappointing, and I'm very upset about it. It's also what I get for making Death Wish coffee in my drip coffee machine instead of in like a French press or uh, my mocha pot. You should just do it in a Keurig so, like I do. Yeah, I don't have to get a Keurig. <laughs> my cousin just went and bought one. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> what are we on? Directing, right? Uh, Directing. Yeah. 
Cool. Uh, how bar. about Colin? Won't you? Uh, won't you go ahead and do this one? Okay. Like naming the nominees and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and name off the nominees, and then we'll go to you pick, Joey picks, and then I pick, and then we'll just kind of cycle through like we did to get through these uh, efficiently. So you know we can okay. get everything done. Okay. Oh, for directing here. We have The Big Short, Mad Max Fury Road, The Reverend, Room, and Spotlight. If I'm going to pick a movie for directing, I'd have to go with Mad Max. And the reason I say this is because, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but from the trailer, it looks like it's all just one giant chase scene, or giant vehicle scene going on um Mm -hmm. is that is that correct joe i don't know i haven't seen it but that's basically what i've heard about it mad max yeah mad max is a post apocalyptic movie that uh based on basically a guy just trying to find fuel and shit and try to live his life and not interfere with all these uh apocalyptic uh groups and stuff gotcha okay well i know from what i've seen is there's the giant car scene and I know oh, that's yeah. gotta with people hanging off and jumping from vehicle mm-hmm. to vehicle, that's gotta take some mad directing to accomplish that. And I would say it's not an easy task. So that is my reason of choosing Mad Max. Nice. What about you, Jeff? Nice, nice. Uh, I'm gonna go with the big short. Uh, comedy. I think. I think it's a comedy. I mean, looking at the people in it, I feel like at least it's a good, like you know, cheerful movie. I assume. But looking at the people who are in it, Bale and and Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling and Brad Pitt, I feel like that's got to be a movie that's gonna win something, and it's not on my list anywhere else yet. And I feel like managing those that particular group of people has got to be similar to herding cats. So, <laughs> going the big short. I'm saying that I'm saying that's a tough cast to direct. Okay. Okay. You know, I was um, I was uh, thinking the exact same thing you were uh, when I was coming to the big short about that cast and be able to make everyone happy at once. Mm-hmm. But looking at looking at the list of all the people that I've picked, you know, beforehand, I have not chose the reverend for anything yet. And I think this is going to be one of the, uh, one of many awards that they're going to win just because I couldn't imagine Leonardo DiCaprio playing a role like this. And I think he pulls it off like without a flaw on that. And I think it comes down to who directed this movie. You know, it's like, I mean, like you're looking at a guy who I get, you know, he, you know, it was in so many movies, but this was a guy who played Gilbert Grape, or not Gilbert Grape, but in Gilbert Grape. He, you know, yeah, he uh, was in Titanic. You know, it was like it's that character now, and now he's doing this. And I can't recall another movie where Leonardo DiCaprio played like a gruesome, you know, raggedy hunter type character. Um, yeah, he's not usually the Liam Neeson. Yeah, type. and I think I mean I think he just pulls it off like great, and I think I think it's all because of the direction that the movie was going based on. The guy who was doing the direction, which would be the director. 
Fantastic. Yeah. I dig it. <laughs> so, um, Joey, costume design. In the category of costume design, we have Carol, Cinderella, The Danish Girl, Mad Max Fury Road, and The Revenant. Colin, what are your thoughts? Ooh. I'm going to go with that uh, all-time favorite of The Reverend. And it's pretty much the setting time period. Uh, that old, old like, explorer time, wilderness-y style clothing yep. that uh, draws me to that one. And that, but this is why I would choose it. Nice. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you. Um, I'm also going the Revenant on this one. Uh, I feel like uh, they they did such a good job making it look and feel like he was that guy running around getting chased by bears and yeah. stuff. So I dig it. Travis? Uh, I'm going Mad Max. Um, I mean, they, they make... And, and Grant, like, you can look at this movie and, like, they just took a bunch of fucking clothes and they just threw it together and, made, and you know, did what they did with it. But if they did it that way, they made it work. I mean, like, it is such a scatterbrain of a concept of what these, like, costumes and outfits are looking like. But they make it work to how you would see, like, okay, this is post-apocalyptic. And they make it work. I mean, like, it, I just, I don't know, that's, that's all I got, really. It's just... It's, I dig it. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, that was my second it's choice. It's such a mesh, but it works. Nice. Got And then we got what? Cinematography? Yes, sir. All you, brother. Okay. So for this, we have Carol. We have The Hateful Eight. Mad Max Fury Road. The Revenant. And Sicar- Sicario. Sicario? Yep. Perfect. Now, I just want to ask, cinematography is how it's filmed, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay, okay. Sorry for interrupting. No, you're... Well, it's your turn. Oh, okay. You're interrupting yourself, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, shit. Um... I'm gonna go with the the hateful eight, and that's because I really don't have a reason. <laughs> I, I Ooh, felt fantastic. like changing it up and not going for the exact same thing because it was that or the reverent, and I felt like being a gracious guy and pick something different. Nice. So, yeah, you know what? I'm going Hateful Eight also, but I'm doing it because uh, this was shot in like that crazy wide-angle style that Tarantino likes so well, and apparently it's just this gorgeous, gorgeous film in every measure of what makes great cinematography great. Um, and I haven't picked the Tarantino film yet on my list, so I'm going the Hateful Eight for here. Well, I guess this is the first time we all have the same uh, same idea. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm picking Hateful Eight. I mean, <laughs> Tarantino has is is popular for one reason, and it's how he shoots his movies. Right. So I mean, like, who else? Who else deserves to win this other than the guy who, you know, makes it his thing? You know. So I'm I'm going Hateful Eight as well. Yeah, absolutely. I dig that. Hi. Uh, your turn, oh, Connor. Up. Uh, it's my turn. Oh, look at that! And I get to pick a good. I get to name a good one. Next up, we have the animated feature film. Um, and our nominees are uh, Anno Melissa. Sure. Anno Melissa. Yeah, sounds about right. I uh, go with it. Boy in the World, Inside Out, Sean the Sheep movie, and When Marnie Was There. Um, and um, hands down for me, it's going to be When Marnie Was There. And that's because I love that style of animation. It is uh, the Japanese style of animation. Uh, have If you've ever seen... Princess Mononoke or Kiki's Delivery Service. It's that kind of uh, style. Is this a, is this a Studio Ghibli film? It is. It is a stu- yeah Studio Ghibli. So, <laughs> if you are familiar with Studio Ghibli, uh, it is. I'm probably saying it wrong too. No, but... <laughs> that's it's right. Okay, it's um one of their latest movies, I believe. If not their latest movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, dang it. That's probably going to change my answer now. <laughs> yes, it is their latest oh. movie, which was released in July 19th of 2014. <clears throat> uh, wow. And for you, the for everybody that hasn't seen it, it's about a <laughs> girl um, – who goes to live with like relatives of her family or the foster family. And while she's in this small town, she basically is antisocial keeps to herself. And she, uh, goes down to the beach and sees a house across the water. And, uh, makes her way over there where she finds a girl and ends up she's was like her somehow related. We'll put it that way. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's just a great movie. So. I believe it. They, they make they make really good films. I've never seen one that I didn't like. Like Howl's Moving Castle, oh. Kiki's Delivery Service, uh, Spirited Away. God, I love Spirited Away. Yeah, amazing movies. So I dig it. Um, I, however, am going to go with Inside Out because it's the only one on this list that I've actually seen. And I really enjoyed it. And it's a great Pixar movie. And Pixar, Pixar, Pixar. So... It's just good. It's a good film. It made me cry. It's got a great little dog thing at the end, which is fantastic. Yeah. 
So yeah, Pixar, Pixar definitely out. always makes very good movies. Um, I have not seen Inside Out yet. Uh, it is one that I wanted to see when I first saw the trailer. Uh, just have never gotten around to it. It's all about the emotions, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the emotions of a teenage girl. Like literally it's this girl, Riley, and this is her emotions. But it's really good. We, uh, we rented it on Amazon uh, about two weeks ago and it's, it's great. It's a really, really good movie. And it's, it's got like the, it's the right amount of heartwarming and heartbreaking and happy and just, just a good solid Pixar film. It was like watching Toy Story 4. Nice. Only not because that's coming out <laughs> next year sometime. Uh, Travis T. I'm going with Boy in the World. Nice. And uh, I chose that because at the very top of the banner it says the best animated film of the year. So marketing and I know it wouldn't lie to me. You're a marketing yeah, flaw. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I mean I, I mean I, I hear that it it's dazzling, exhilarating, it's vibrant. Um I mean it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a film of beauty, wonder, sadness, and joy. I mean where do you go wrong? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it looks, I mean, I'd watch it. It looks yeah. good. I, I was going to go with, uh, you know, Inside Out because it was one of the few I didn't know. I was going to go with Shaun the Sheep. But, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, Boy in the World. I mean, it's a film by yeah. uh, by Ale Abreu. I mean, come on now. His work is. Yeah, I get it. Travis, I mean, I know you caught the end of it, but uh, you saw the end of when Marnie was there. What did you think about it? Oh, God, is that that fucking movie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> no, nah, I wasn't that bad. I, I thought I saw more than that. I mean, like, I was there for like an hour of it. Yeah, I, I, uh, half maybe. I think it was the perfect depiction of what Chinese believe lesbians are. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Le- it did lead you down that way. It definitely yeah. it led me down that way because that's the fucking direction. Yeah, I I, I read the map, bro. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that woman wanted that woman, and that woman wasn't even a real woman. It was weird. <laughs> but but what, it was. <laughs> in all honesty, outside, outside the lesbianism, it it was it was a good movie. I mean it. I if it was if it was, like um. What's it called where it's like just actual people doing an actual movie? What's it? I mean, live, action. live action. Yeah, if it was a live action movie, it's something I would definitely watch. I wouldn't watch it with a bunch of dudes like I did this one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's something I would definitely you know watch. But yeah, it, <sighs> it didn't have the same feeling as what you thought those types of movies were, right? I thought you were watching some Dragon Ball Z bullshit. I won't even lie. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Dragon Ball Z, my friend. There's nothing wrong with Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z, Z, but when you go when you when you walk into a room and you look at a movie and you're thinking you're gonna see Dragon Ball Z and instead you see Asian or Asian lesbian concept. They didn't even look Asian. <laughs> no, but I mean anime. Isn't anime I mean pretty yeah, much based on a, on Asian Japanese art? Yeah. 
Yeah, Japanese are. And these Japanese people pretty much said, hey, this is what we believe lesbianism is. We're going to do that, but we're going to make it a little bit different. Well, they definitely made it different, but oh, they made, oh, they de- made it definitely <laughs> led you down the way of thinking of lesbian <laughs> relationship. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, I'm going with boy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's real funny. Uh, oh. <laughs> moving on. All right. Actresses in a supporting role. We have Jennifer Jason Lee in The Hateful Eight, Rooney Mara in Carol, Rachel McAdams in Spotlight, Alicia Vikander in The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet in Steve Jobs. Ooh. Wait, isn't Alicia Vikander the same person who did uh, Ex Machina? Um, let's see. Let's find out. Quick, Quick little search here. Yeah, I thought so. Dang. Yes. Mm. All right. That may influence my answer. <laughs> but luckily, it's not not my turn. Colin, yes. what do you think? Well, for this one, I'm going to have to go with Rachel McAdams. Um, I've always liked the movies that I've seen her in. Um, I'm a big Notebook fan. I get where you're coming from. Well, I've never seen the notebook. Oh, so. well, she's great in it. But uh, if you haven't seen a notebook, just think of any other Nicholas Sparks based movie. It's the same thing. <laughs> I couldn't even name you a Nicholas Sparks book. <laughs> oh come on, the Notebook, the Time Traveler's Wife. Wait, Dear John, John, the Time Traveler's Wife is a no- is Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. Any movie, any movie where a guy and a girl fall in love and, they be, and there's all of a sudden a problem that keeps them apart to where one day they find happiness again, it's a Nicholas fucking Sparks book. <laughs> uh, that's not always true. Sometimes they die. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my bad. But <laughs> they're still happy at some point. Like in, uh, what was it? Carolina Nights or whatever? I don't know. Well, I got to say... Matter. When I first recognized her was in The Time Traveler's Wife, which mm-hmm. I found out is not a Nicholas Sparks book. What, Time Traveler's Wife? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Nice and Rodanth. That's what it I meant. It is not. It's Audrey Neffnegger. Neffnegger? Whoa. That huh. blows my mind. I could have sworn. What am I thinking of? Nifnege? I don't know. I'm with you. It's N-I-F-F-E-N-E-G-G-E-R to those of you at home. Neffnegger. Yeah, <laughs> that like completely different. But that's why I spelled it. Um, but yeah, I thought she did a great job in that movie, and I've definitely liked her since. And what I've seen her. Nice. So. I dig it. Uh, I'm gonna go Kate Winslet and Steve Jobs. Just feel like, you know, she's a great supporting actress. Uh, everyone else here seems to me to be a better lead actress generally. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Kate Kate Winslet does a lot of side job stuff. Yeah, I don't know. She's oh, she's a good background character in a good way. Like I'm not trying to talk her down at all. No, but, I definitely see. Would you so, say I'm picking in her Titanic? Would you say she's a 
would she be a lead or a supporting? Well, I suppose in that case she was a lead, wasn't she? Well, yeah, but I know it focused a lot on Jack. Yeah, well, she was the lead actress. Wait, who was? Kate Winslet? Yeah. Oh, she was on Titanic? Yeah. She rose? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, I saw her naked. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Nice. (laughs) I'm going with Kate Winslet and uh, Best Supporting Actress. (laughs) <laughs> oh and uh i was thinking a walk to remember not time traveler's wife yeah, gotcha. oh gotcha i know i'd do something with the concept of time i know sound fucking not that makes sense though gotcha um sweet okay and i take it you're picking uh kate winslet because you've seen her naked no, no. I mean, I, I mean, that's, that's a bonus at that point. But I mean, I mean, it's fucking Steve Jobs. I mean, he has to win at least one fucking, you know, Oscar. Yeah, right. And, that's what I was thinking too. And it's gonna be for this. I mean, because I, I don't. I think this is the only one that he was. Yeah, I think nah, it's man, the only sure. one he's nominated. Uh, Michael Fassbender. Oh, yeah, that's leading role. Leading role, but he's not getting it. No, so. no. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. Between Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio, no, this, that guy is maybe like a tie for fucking third. Right. Um, but yeah, no. I, so I mean, she. she if, if, okay, so this is the girl from Titanic. I mean, she's she's gotta be. Oh, she's. I saw her naked. Yeah, that's why. that's a valid excuse. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, but I, I doubt she looks as good as she did then. But still, right? I mean, something. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you just purr? Uh, gr- yeah, I kind of like, you know what I'm saying. I do the same thing when your mom runs by. Oh, oh, you're so damn funny, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Made me laugh. <laughs> you just hear Joey over there just LOLing all over the place. <laughs> yep. Lolololololololol. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, so where we were like what's the top three now? Actor in a supporting role, yeah. Uh yeah. Top this will this will be number four. Okay. Because there's still be there's still best picture at the very top. Oh yeah, actor in a leading role, actress leading role, bitch. Okay, cool. So awesome. Yep. All right, actor in a supporting role. We have Christian Bale for the big short. We have Tom Hardy in The Revenant. We have Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight. We have Mark Rylance in Bridge of Spies and Sylvester Stallone in Creed. Nice. Okay, okay. Um, I'm definitely going to have to go with Mark Ruffalo. Um, mm, nice. The reason I say this, I mean, he's the Hulk. I mean, it's the Hulk. You gotta, gotta <laughs> like him. Sounds like you've seen him naked. <laughs> no, I've never seen him. Really? <laughs> You're just excited as I was when I found out Rose was going to be supporting actress. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've definitely thought he's done a great job as um, Bruce Banner in the in the Marvel movies. I th- I also believe that I think Marvel would would screw screw him, screw themselves too much if they do not allow him to at least make one Hulk movie. Yeah. I 
totally I, agree and with that's you. what I, I think they should do. I definitely think they should have him be a standalone Hulk movie. And I think he could do a great job in it. Is there a reason? Is there a reason why the original Hulk uh, actor didn't portray himself in uh, the Marvel in the uh, like um, Avengers? Well, there was more than one. Which yeah, Eric which Bama. are you talking about? The Max Lee, uh, or mo- Max most Lee? current one, Edward Norton. That's not right. Max Lee was impressed. I don't know. Yeah, Ed Norton. Uh, they didn't want to pay him enough, and so he was like, "Hey, I'm not going to do it because you don't want to pay me enough." But I know a guy who would be perfect. Yeah. And it's been a match made in heaven. I mean, Mark Ruffalo is excellent. Yeah. Um, he is. Like Colin says, I mean, I think he does a great job as a Hulk. I think they definitely should make a Hulk movie for him. I would love to see – I've said this before and I'll say it as many times as it takes to get the movie that I want to see. Um, I would love a Mark Ruffalo Planet Hulk movie. Planet Hulk? What's that? So – uh, at a certain point, the Hulk loses the ability to be calm enough to turn back into okay. Bruce Banner. So the Avengers take and send him into space, and they're going to try and send him to a random uninhabited planet uh, that he can sort of live out his days basically in peace. But he crashes the spaceship into another planet and then conquers oh. it. Yeah. So it's really good, and he doesn't. It's not like he he doesn't like tear everything he sees to pieces. He eventually becomes a fantastic, like peaceful leader, but as the Hulk. Yeah. So like his he gets like Bruce Banner's normal brain, but in the Hulk body. Okay. So he can like speak, and he's eloquent, but he's also the Hulk, and it's it's just badass. It's really great. Yeah, you can actually find it on Amazon Prime for nice. free. So if you've got Amazon Prime, it's great. I do. It's about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Okay. So. But I am not picking Mark Ruffalo. I'm picking Tom Hardy. Because uh, I feel like, once again, The Revenant is going to be a thing that wins out. And because of that, uh, and Tom Hardy's just innate acting ability, uh, he's been fantastic lately. Everything I've seen him in lately has been really, really good, and I just feel like it's going to be his year for a supporting role, uh, Oscar. Gotcha. So, Travis? Um, I'm going with uh, Stallone. Um, I nice. think I think of all the um, Rocky movies, Pretty much, I, I, I honestly feel about of all of his movies, I'm like, I think he got a lot better as an actor as he got older and got into those more like, I guess I can't say calmer roles, but like a more of a controlled uh, role. Uh, he just, he, I think, I think this is the movie that's gonna give him that Oscar that you know he definitely deserves. It's nice. Um, I don't know. There's not really much to say. I mean, I love I love Sylvester Stallone. I love the Expendables, the Rocky movies, the Rambo movies. I mean, fucking, they're all good movies. I don't, he, they'd be crazy not to give it to him. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Uh, actress in a leading role. Uh, Colin, is that you? Yep. Yep. Okay, we have actress in a leading role. We have the nominees are Kate Blanchett. In Carol, Brie Larson in Room, Jennifer Lawrence in Joy, Charlotte 
Rampling in 45 years. And Sorice Ronan? Huh. Sure. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce her first name. Uh, Me either. In Brooklyn. And I, I'm going to have to go with the one that I can't pronounce her first name, Ronan. Uh, <laughs> I think that she is a very talented young actress. And um, she has definitely been in movies that uh, she does very well in. Um, a very – one of her top movies that people would know her for is Hannah. Uh, she actually played Hannah. So – uh, but also one of my favorite movies that she does is The Lovely Bones, where she plays Susie Salmon. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> and I thought she did an amazing job in it. So. Fantastic. She deserves this. Very good. Uh, I'm going to go Kate Blanchett. Uh, I feel like She's been an Academy Award darling for a long time. Uh, I feel like Carol is going to be one of those films that that does get more than an Oscar nod, uh, and it hasn't been on. Uh, it's only been on my list once so far, okay. and uh, I feel like she fits the profile for a person who's going to get an Oscar. Gotcha. At this year's Oscar, the Academy Awards yes. evening. She has uh, won twice before. Uh, once yeah. for Best Supporting Actress and then once Best Actress. Uh, the Aviator and then Blue Jasmine. So. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, so we'll see. Travis T? Um, this one. I'm actually proud of myself because I did some research on this one. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Um, she was, she was good in, uh, the X-Men movies playing Mystique. She was really good in, uh, the Hunger Games. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but she was actually, um, um, on a couple of TV shows too. She was actually on an episode of Monk. If you remember that. Oh, I didn't she, know that. Yeah, she was on she was on episode Monk and she was actually uh on the TV show um <clears throat> the Bill Ingvall show. Uh it's I just I just Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I sort of remember that. Yeah, I mean she she's I think she's great and I think for being 25 only 25 years old, I think that she's going to do really well in it. Um I was I was I was kind of looking up trying to see if maybe she'd be the youngest uh, Oscar winner, but I mean that's obviously not the case. I think the youngest Oscar winner is like 21 years old. Ah, oh, gotcha. <laughs> but um, I think it would like if she won this, uh, sh- I believe she would be the youngest. No, not my. She wouldn't <laughs> even be. I think the youngest uh, was Marley Matlin in uh, Children of a Lesser God in 1986. I will take your word yeah, for I it. it. I, I was looking it up because I want—I want to be—I wanted to yeah. say like because she'd be the youngest fucking, but no, she's not. But I—I th- I think she's still good. And I'm not a big Hunger Games fan. Um, I watch them, not really into them. But her acting is what really kept me in there. Plus, I think she plays um, Mystique pretty well. 
she does do a good job at Mystique. And I do want to see this movie Joy just because of how she portrayed those other characters. I think she'll bring that same um, that same uh, emotion and uh, professionalism into that sh- uh, that role as well. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, Joey, we got a uh, leading actor. Actor, yeah, actor in a leading role. We have Brian Cranston in Trumbo, Matt Damon in The Martian. Leo DiCaprio in The Revenant, Michael Fassbender in Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne in The Danish Girl. Where do I know Eddie Redmayne from? He looks real familiar. He looks like a woman. Oh, that too. That's what he's supposed to be. Well, he does well. Um, well, I'm going to have to go with Leo because he deserves it. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, is that it? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I, I see yeah. where you're going with that. He, he deserves it. All right. They he's come so close so many times, and you know what? It's about time he wins. Uh, that's fair. That's a fair point. Uh, I'm going Brian Cranston though. Uh, he's just he's just my man. I can't I can't pick someone else over him. He does such a good job every time he walks onto onto the screen. Nowadays, he is the focus, and and I think even like like you put him up against DiCaprio, I think he wins every time. Really? I really do. I just I, I just think that Cranston is that magnificent. Well, actor. I mean, he is very good. so, and not not to say that Leo isn't, but he doesn't have the like he doesn't have the gravitas. That Brian Cranston brings to things. You're full of shit. Leo, Leo oozes gravity. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. yeah, I don't know. I just and 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 Trumbo is one of those movies I really want to see and haven't yet. But I don't know. Every every commercial I've seen for it has made me want to go see it, and I could care less about the Revenant. Actually, I could not care less about the Revenant. I could care less about it, but it would take too much effort to care less. <laughs> so, I'm a uh, Travis. Yeah, I'm. I'm going with Leo. He he's been nominated so many times this award, and he's been he's come so close. And I think this is I think this is it. Like you know, this is either he's getting it now or he's not going to get it again because this hasn't been. This has been one of his best acting roles in so long. It'd be crazy for him not to not to walk away with it. I respect yeah. that. I actually, um, I actually put a, a poll on Twitter, um, actually uh-huh. about this. Uh, which Oscar do you believe Leonardo DiCaprio should have won for leading guy between uh, eating what's eating Gilbert Grape, The Aviator, Blood Diamond, and Wolf of Wall Street? Did you guys kind of look at this? See who? I did, I did not. 41 percent. Forty one percent of people believe that Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, can see followed that. Followed by what's eating Gilbert Grape, followed by The Aviator, and followed by Blood Diamond. But nice. He's such. He's a great actor, and this this should just literally just be handed to him. Like people should go into this expecting, hey, it's it's time. <laughs> Yeah. I kind of hope it is, but I definitely agree. Yeah. Um. Oh, we made it to the uh to the last uh category. Did we? Not? 
just in time yeah. too. Um, real quick be- before we do that, um, I just want to do one quick thing. Um, we've been doing this show for about uh, going off fifteen four, weeks. <laughs> fifteen weeks, so with about four months, almost four months now, and it's been. I mean, it's it's been so much fun doing this, and uh, because we're able to do this, you know, you know, you know, obviously, Joey, with you doing this, you know, podcasting longer than us with you know the show and everything, you know what it's like to meet you know new and exciting people through this uh, through this adventure. I do, and um, I've actually had the uh, privilege to be to meet a lot of people too, especially through uh, Potter and Family. Uh, which is on Twitter, you know, it's a hashtag that people use to kind of um, uh, find new podcasts, you know, listening more, you know, different people had different views on things and doing this show and meeting all these hosts. Uh, I actually met a, a, you know, great couple of guys on a, another podcast and uh, actually, uh, well, you know, you, you, let, let, we could have them tell you, uh, let's, uh, let's roll the promo for, uh, for this podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. We're from the History of Bad Ideas podcast. You know what you're listening to right now, Jeff? What are we listening to right now? This freaking show. This freaking show? This freaking show. And when you're not listening to this freaking show, take a listen to the History of Bad Ideas. Where we talk about sports, movies, and other pop culture events happening in the world. (laughs) So take a listen. Uh, We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and any other place that you find uh, great podcasts like this freaking show. This freaking show. <laughs> uh, these uh, these guys are definitely um, a group of guys I definitely encourage listening to. Uh, like they said, you know, you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, I, I mean, I, I enjoy listening to them. Um, and I know everyone else will, too. Um, so now that we got that out of the way... Um, Best picture, the uh, the biggest uh, Oscar there is. <laughs> we have yep. the Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. Okay, Colin, this is uh, this is your big pick. Who you uh, <sighs> who you going with? Ooh. I don't know. It's it's between two right now. Can I guess what they are? I'm gonna guess it's the Revenant and the Martian. Yes, you 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 are very <laughs> correct there. Um, how hard was it for you, Travis, to not say "Bring him home" instead of the Martian? Because I, I I read it as "Bring him home" in my head. I, I, oh, I, as you were saying, I almost said "Bring him home." <laughs> I almost <laughs> because like I was scrolling on my screen and all I saw was "Bring him." And I'm like, wait a minute, that's Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did the exact same thing. Let me guess, Kyle. It's between the Revenant and Bring Him Home. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> between the Revenant and Bring Him Home. Um, uh, this is a toughie. I don't know. From their pictures, they both have gorgeous eyes. <laughs> um, oh, we're, we're not we're not spending Valentine's Day together now. Oh, I'm busy. <laughs> I got plans. Global warming. I, I guess I can use my tears in my room. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with the Martian. Um, wow. It's a, uh, and I just, I've heard great things about it. 
Um, I heard stuff like the way he's on the video talking back to the command is just like very realistic from what I hear. And (laughs) I think they did a great job in the movie and I think it will probably win. Fantastic. Uh, I am going to go with Mad Max. Uh, Once again, Tom Hardy, fantastic. Uh, Charlize Theron, Theron. fantastic. Uh, Great, really well shot film. Fantastic chase scene. Uh, Just a really, really good movie overall. So, Mad Max. Gotcha, gotcha. Bring us home. Uh, it's hard because, I mean, it's fucking Tom Hanks. <laughs> um, when, when I looked at this, it came down to either The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, The Martian, or The Revenant. And honestly, the only reason it came down to that is because the actor's in it. But I think when you look at it overall, I, I have to go with The Revenant. I've, 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 right. heard, I've heard more about this movie than any other movie. Um... I, I, it's just I, I think that it's going to take it. I mean, I've heard people that say the spotlight's supposed to be the winner, and I've never even fucking heard of the movie. I'm either. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with the Revenant. I'm gonna say that Leo, with his great uh, leading role, is gonna really make this uh, a movie to uh, be proud of. Fantastic. Yeah. So we did it. We got uh, we got our nominations, and uh, we'll talk about uh, what the winner gets or what the two losers have to do. We'll kind of figure it out at that point. Yeah, sounds good. Um, Joey. Yes, Every sir. Every Wednesday, people could uh, find Geekash Joe here at this freaking show. But where can people find you on Saturdays? On Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast, which you can now find on iTunes or at gcl.ninja. Awesome, awesome. Um, Quick reminder to everyone, like I said earlier in the show, uh, February 27th, uh, there is going to be a show at Throwbacks Bar and Grill in Pieton. Uh, the creators of this freaking show theme song, Entropy, will be headlining the stage along with F and Epic, the two uh, bands that we have interviewed on our show in the past. Great guys. Can't wait to listen to both of them. Uh, you can find those shows at thisfreakingshow.com where you can find any uh, of our previous podcasts. You can also find us on iTunes. Just search this freaking show on iTunes. While you're there, you know, give us a rate. Give us a review. Tell us how we're doing. Uh Maybe you enjoy hearing us, enjoy talking with us, and want to get in contact with us. You can email us at thisfreakingshow at yahoo.com. You can find us on Facebook by searching This Freaking Show. And you can follow us on Twitter, This Freaking Show. As always, I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm Geekcast Joe. Thank you for tuning in to This Freaking Show. I'm out.